life and stories of Callum Knightworthy, archival assistant at the Magnus Institute, London. Begin recording. So, Mr. Knightworthy, um, what seems to be the reason that you're in HR today? I've already told you, Mr. Thatcher. I keep receiving juveniles in my caseload when none of my other co-workers have, and I'm the only one here whose fear involved childhood. Your fear? Yes, you dolt, my fear. The thing Mr. Bouchard asks everyone on the interview question. What's your greatest fear? My parents disappeared five months ago. On the date, ten years ago. In a Tesco, when I was ten years old. I'm the only one here whose, whose primary fear started in childhood. Caused by mysterious means. I find it awfully ironic that every statement I've received since my employment began has been about a child or involved children in some way. Now I'd like to know why, or at least what the hell is going on around here. Because Mr. Bouchard, Mr. Blackwood and Mr. Sims won't tell me anything. And I figured, what's best than human resources? They should know everything. Um, well, Mr. Nightworthy, uh, we don't deal with that sort of thing here. We deal with, um, you know, uh, harassment and, uh, poor working conditions, you see. We, we don't deal with your caseload. We don't have any control over that. I could recommend you, uh, try and talk to Mr. Bouchard again. No! I'm not gonna go talk to Mr. Bouchard again. If I have to go talk to that smug prick again, I swear I'll throw his own coffee mug into his face. I just need to know why all of my caseload is juveniles. When my primary trauma was in childhood and my employer knows this. And apparently if he's in control of my caseload, he is violating my rights as an employee and therefore it is your problem. So why don't you tell me something I can use? Like I said, Mr. Nightworthy, I can't do anything about that. I can't have you go to talk to, to Meredith in their archival storage. She's the only other one in this building that would know why you keep getting statements of revolving around children. Now, I would fancy it if you stopped hurting my desk and knocking over my things and got out of my office. Thanks for nothing, I guess. I'll go talk to Meredith. Also, this chair is squeaky and has been driving me insane this whole time. So maybe, maybe put some WD-40 on the wheels or something. Because your squeaking, your squeaking was made me far more irritable than this whole situation has. Okay? Alright. You hit my desk again. I don't care what I've done, I'm leaving. Jesus.
Where the fuck is archive? Archival storage. Right. Are you Meredith? Oh. Hello, Mr. Nightworthy. How's it go? Okay, what is your name? Meredith? My name's Meredith. I'm sorry, I've got my cats here with me and, and they keep making noise. I don't care about your cats. I, I just need information, okay? You're the head of this department, right? Archival storage? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, what does that have to do with anything? What do you need from me, Mr. Nightworthy? I need information. I need to know what's going on in this place and why I keep getting statements about dead children and turning into monsters. That's what I need from you. Now, I'm sure you know more about this institute than uh, a lot of people. And since John Elias and Martin Mode speak to me, I need answers. So shoot. Well, Mr. Nightworthy, I'm not quite allowed to talk about the institute. To employees of your calibre. My calibre? What the fuck does that mean? I think my calibre is high enough, seeing as I could, I've read a statement about a ten-year-old boy consuming a deer live. I think, I think that's expertise enough, don't you think, Meredith? Well, sir... There's a lot more complications than that, you see. There's this paperwork and confidentiality and all sorts. I don't care. I want answers. When I know you have them. Because last time I was in your little section of this building, a man came out of a door that wasn't there, and then it was. And seeing as he did it with such ease, I'm sure he's a regular around here. So either you tell me what's going on, or I'll get it out of you somehow. All right, Mr. Nightworthy. Here's how this is going to work. You are not a superior in this building, not yet. I, however, am. So you will listen to me. And you will listen carefully. Firstly, my name is Meredith Robinson. My grandmother was Gertrude Robinson. Also known as the former head archivist of this institute. Nobody knew she had a granddaughter. Because nobody knew that she had a child. But mind you when I say, her wit and ability to get things done was inherited. So I best caution you not to cross me or take your frustrations out on my desk. Is that clear? Good. Now, there are certain things you must do in this institute to get any more information than you already have. And that is to read statements. Don't ask me why, don't ask me how. They imbue the reader with a sort of godlike knowledge. Do with that what you will. Take it as metaphor, take it as fact, I don't care. 
but you come in my department again and disrespect me. And you won't be able to get out of the web that you weave. Is that clear? Um. Yes, Mom. I, <laughs> I'm sorry to have bothered you. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now. Right. What have I gotten myself into? She says I need to read more statements. So I'll read more statements. End recording. All stories shared are separate from the canon of the Magnus Archives podcast by Rusty Quill. This podcast is a fan-made project, and all credit and licensing of the Magnus Archives podcast goes to Rusty Quill. Any ideas or stories shared are that of my own and should not reflect the opinions of the Rusty Quill productions. Thank you for listening.